This is a HeadGum Original. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. To the pit wall. <coughs> oh, sorry. That was good. Very energetic. Yeah. It's kind of also kind of like you're breathing in like exhaust fumes or something. That's yeah. like a good a good vibe. Yeah, I do imagine if I was in the pit lane, I'd be constantly <laughs> coughing, <laughs> yelling over cards. Do you think any of the drivers have asthma? Oh no. yeah, I do. I I do think Alex Albon has an inhaler. <laughs> I absolutely believe Alex Albon keeps albuterol in his Aww. race car. Little buddy. Welcome to the pit wall, everybody. This is an F1 podcast for casual fans. I am your podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I am joined today by Andrew Pyle Up and Marika Hendrick Johannes. I, how does he say this? Nica, Nicassius? Nicassius. Dave Brownlee. Thank you. I don't get um, it. Did you watch the episode? Did you watch the very end of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> they had all the new drivers announce themselves, and Nick DeVries said his full oh, name, and it made yeah. me laugh really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me... Like him less. Yeah, I, I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say <laughs> that. I was already pretty low on the Nick DeVries uh, totem pole, I guess. Um, Jeff's not here. And once again, I would just like to say on the pod that Jeff was like, I am in mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. real this time. Yes. Confirm <laughs> the time and everything. To the time. Yes. And he's not here. Uh that's hey, that's the way it goes, you know. Will his will he still have a seat on the pod moving forward? Ooh. Is he a reserve host? Maybe. Probably at this point. We'll let him drive like one of the old cars. Whatever the equivalent episode of that is when like Old drivers come back and they get to drive like a little old car around a track. Yeah, he gets to uh, do burnouts on the Vegas Strip <laughs> in a five-year-old <laughs> Red Bull. Yeah, you know, you know, one of the not good Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, folks, today we are talking about. The 10th episode of the fifth season of Drive to Survive. The end of the season. We made it. 
We made it through the through the whole thing. We did it. Can you believe it? I can't. I didn't watch this all in one chunk, and I only watched it for these. Yes. And I can't tell if that was a good, like, if that made me enjoy it more or less. Same. Uh, I definitely watched it, yeah, all at once, and I did like it. And now going back and rewatching it in chunks, it has... I think having now that I'm watching the current season as I'm going back and watching yeah. the older episodes, I'm like, it's hard not to conflate the two. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's I think it, it has made the uh, drive to survive funnier to me <laughs> as the season goes on, because we're how many races are we in? Six, seven. Yeah, something like that. So and at this a lot of the season. There's like, and what's going to happen next season? This is what's going to come up next season, especially in this episode. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah. it was very, it's very funny because it's like the new guys, Nick DeVries, Oscar Piastri, Logan Sargent. Yeah, Logan Sargent, get excited. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh well, uh, before we get into the episode, I do have to ask Andrew and Marika a question that I said I would save for the pod, and uh, it was, how was your weekend? Oh my god, thank you so much for asking. I saw movies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that's cool. basically it. I saw No Hard Feelings. I saw Past Lives. Uh, I see anything else on the weekend? Asteroid no. City. I already saw Asteroid right. City. I saw Joyride, but that was earlier in the week. And I watched Brief Encounter. Wow! Last night. Great time. Had a great time doing all of it. Oh, and I got a necklace. That's a little slice of pizza. Wow! Very cool. Where is it? <laughs> I like it. Thank you. It's all gold. How was yeah. uh, how was no hard feelings? You know, it's a great time. Is it it's... exactly what you think it is? I would is say there... no, because I feel like watching the trailer. I like. I know people kind of had negative responses to the trailer, and I think it's even like I think the trailer made it look worse than it is. Um, in terms yeah, of she like play a 32 year old woman trying to have sex with a 18 year old boy. He's 19. Oh, OK. Um, and it's a thing that his parent like his parents put out of Craigslist ad. Like, please help our son. Yeah. Before he goes off to college. And so she does. But it's like, I don't know. I think they they do it very but well. She is a woman it's, in her thirties. Yeah, it's not really a problem. Okay. In the movie, all right. Uh, I think they handle it really well, and he's not like he's like honestly not that awkward. Uh, Andrew Barth Feldman does a great job. We we love him. Tiny little Broadway boy. Proud mm. of him. Um, it's great. It's funny. Had a good time. Joyride, also great, also funny. Joyride. I'm trying to remember which time. one Joyride is. Which one's Joyride? 
that's the one with Stephanie Shu and Sherry Cola and Ashley Park, where they all are go. They're like going to China. Ashley Park's character is there for a business trip. It's another like raunchy comedy. Um, I don't think I know what's coming movie out is. soon. I don't think I've seen a trailer for this. That's this is the first time I've heard about it. Wow, it's great. Had a great time. Very funny. Hmm. Very hmm. like girls trip hangover esque vibe. I've seen Hangover. I haven't seen Girls Trip. I'm not big on comedies. Whoa! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, what if, what guy who works in a comedy podcast network. Sorry, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> Going you see past comedy? lives? I did not see past lives. Wow. I, mean, I, I didn't go to the movies this week. Okay. Yeah, how was it. your weekend? <sighs> My weekend. You know, it's always in one year out the other. Trying to remember so what I, I, I kind did. of assumed that you were setting friends. up for us to ask you that because no, you kind of built it. I was just curious what you guys were doing. <laughs> oh, okay. I was waiting for some big reveal. I know. I was really excited. Uh, I, I, went was to like, the, I went, to, went to the Portland e to Waltz. Yeah, I went to Waltz. Uh, it's a uh, hot spot for the boys of the east side of LA. Hey. If you want to go to where all the guys look like me, you go to. <laughs> <laughs> the Waltz Pinball and Beer and Hot Dog Store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walk into the place, and there's like six guys sitting outside and, and dressed exactly like I am. Well, everyone's wearing glasses and has a mustache. And you're like, thank and God I'm, I'm like, home. Yeah, my I'm people. Like, oh, are these my friends or are they strangers? These these guys are strangers. My friends are inside. Yeah, trucks. Uh, <laughs> and Pyle, what did you do? I did a lot of socializing for me. I went to a child's birthday party on Saturday. Nice. Huge. And then went out for drinks on Sunday with my wife's friend from high school, whom she kind of re-met at high, her 20th high school reunion the other week. I had never met this guy. So on Saturday, I went to this kid's birthday party. And it's great. Like... Everyone up here is the same age. They all have two-year-olds. They all have the exact same story, which was like, we lived in Brooklyn, <laughs> then COVID happened, then we moved up here, and we don't want to move back to the city, but we live in a shitty school district, blah, blah, blah. It's all the same. We're all exactly the same. And so you just go to the, one of these parties and have that conversation so it's eight like times. like waltz. Yes, exactly. And as I was leaving that birthday party, I was having one last conversation with somebody, this woman who was like, yeah, I grew up in... Brookline. I'm like, I grew up in Brookline. I lived in Brookline. Uh, and she's like, I, I had, you know, we would go out to the Cape when we grew up. And I was like, I would go out to the Cape when I when I was a kid. I went to this place, Katuit. She's like, oh my God, we had a house in Katuit. I was like, it was like a mile away from where we lived. She had, and then of course she had the exact same story I did about living in Brooklyn and coming up. And then you learned that she's you? <laughs> well, I was like, it was very, very funny. And I'm like, but we were kind of rushing out because the kid was ready to go. So I was mm. like, well, let me know what you do next in life because I'll probably end up seeing you there. Nice. That's good. Which I thought was kind good of line. a clever, funny thing. So I the next like day we good. go out to drinks to uh, meet uh, Kate's friend from from uh, high school. Get there. Who is there at the bar that we go to? Who is the wife of Kate's friend from high school but this same woman? <laughs> wow. 
That's small world. The, wow. Being the wife is the twist. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I not gender anybody? No, no. I mean, oh, just okay. like the fact. I just thought you were going to be like, and she was also at this bar. But the fact she's also she a doctor. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered something else I did this week, and I went and I watched uh, a wrestling pay per view in the movie theater. Wow. Uh, with Whoa. my friend, Phantom uh, event. Uh, I th- I think it was a Phantom event. This was at the Regal LA Live. Uh, my 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 friend Paul Walter Hauser asked me to come watch wrestling in the movie theater with him, uh, and I, and I did casual and, name drop. Yeah, just a casual name drop. Uh, <laughs> and um, and then I, uh, we get we get down there and it's super crowded, and we're like, what is happening? And it turns out the BET Awards were happening. Also oh. at LA Live. <laughs> uh, so it was a real wild up. scene down there, uh, but it was, it was very fun. I can't imagine. I never watched anything in a movie theater that wasn't a movie, especially like a live event. Uh, and there were a lot of people in the theater watching this wrestling show, yeah. cheering, yelling. The, the squad turns up for a phantom event. It takes uh it took it took me a minute to get out of movie mindset because you're we're in a movie theater and the lights are off and I'm like, all right, usually if people are like talking or looking at their phone, I would be like, what the fuck? Why did you come to the fucking movie theater if you're gonna look at your fucking phone the whole time? But That's this is interesting. Like, so people take it there's an unspoken different set of etiquette with a live phantom event. Yeah, I tried to uh you know, put my mindset like, okay, well, what if I'm there? Would I be upset if people are talking or looking at their phone? No. Hmm. No, I wouldn't be. Do you think it was because it was a wrestling match that people are just rowdier in general? If you went yeah. for like a concert, <laughs> yeah. do you think people I feel would like, get shushed? Because I go to Ooh, the ones for theater because sometimes they stream theater live, like National Theater mm-hmm. Live, shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we behave great. So you act like you would if you were in the audience at the actual event. It's a transit. It's like a transit yeah, property. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. I, it did take. It did take. Do you think people like, sing along at the concert ones out loud? Oh, oh I think so, and I think yeah. it's insufferable. Yeah, that's got to be. Would bad. you watch an F one race at a movie theater? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Kind of sick, right? If they actually got the sound right to be like. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I wouldn't pay five hundred dollars to. Uh, watch an F1 race in a globe uh, amp- amphitheater <laughs> uh, when the race right. is happening literally right outside. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't do that, but if I was like, I don't know, at LA Live during the BET Awards and there was a F1 race playing in the movie theater, yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. great. Cool. Moving on. To Drive to Survive, Season 5, Episode 10, End of the Road. An episode I watched late last night after wrestling. Took a bunch of notes. And uh, it was a real, I'm going to space out during this episode, episode. Because it yeah. was just like, yeah, it was like nothing. Yeah. It was kind of like nothing. I mean, I'll say it up top. This was a box box for me. Oh, box, what a box. shitty end to a season <laughs> of television. And it kind of glossed mean, it, over like. 
Yeah. The, they the juiciest bits. A lot of things. Yeah. I mean, anytime that it opens with the kind of positivity that this episode opens with, with like zero drama, really, you're just kind of like, what am I here for? Yeah. It kind of, it opens up with like this montage of like goofing around which is yeah. cute, but I was also like, "What? what is happening? <laughs> What's this episode about? And it's kind of just Nothing. like last day of school is the vibe. Yes, <laughs> yes. very much so. Uh, so let's get into it. We start off with a fan asking George to say hi to another guy named George from George. Hi, George. Hilarious. George Incredibly funny stuff. And then, and then he also checks in with the guy. He's like, is that what you wanted? <laughs> Seems kind of irritated. I like that, but ultimately a nice thing to ask. <laughs> yeah, a nice thing to ask. That's I think that's fine. I yeah. uh, a lot of these paddock fans, these these uber rich folks, really take a lot of liberty with uh, being friendly <laughs> to these guys, and that one was 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 okay. Uh, yeah. Then we see uh, George in the interview room, and he's just pounding water. <laughs> just, just, just gulping just it down. Just guzzling. Uh, and then, and I don't know what they're talking about. Like They're talking about his, his hotel room. room? His yeah, they're talking about his hotel room, room in Abu Dhabi that has yeah. four single yeah, he beds he has in it. four single beds <laughs> in his room. Uh, and then that's, that's the clip. And I'm like, okay. Then says Abu Dhabi across the screen. <laughs> and then drama. they ask they ask Daniel to to take his cap off for his interview, and then he like kind of freaks out, takes his hat off, and says uh, he's gonna look like Bigfoot's dick. Yeah, he really does say that. There's a lot of Daniel Ricardo humor in this. There is this episode a lot. Yeah, of, we'll we'll, we'll a get lot to of, the, yeah. the supercut. <laughs> a lot of Daniel <laughs> Ricardo. <laughs> A lot of this is his send off. A lot of a lot of kind of jokes that are like, whenever when you're the funny guy in a friend group, and everybody else is like not funny, and you can go around saying like, oh, if I take my hat off, I'm gonna look like Bigfoot's dick, and then everyone's like, and it's also one, yeah. It really made me think of like how many people became fans of Daniel Ricardo from Drive to Survive and like people that like, I don't know, I feel like he has a huge like Stan Twitter following mm -hmm. and it's crazy to me because those are all like teenage girls that are like, I'm obsessed with him, but this is that's his vibe. <laughs> yeah. And like have a little more taste, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Who, Daniel or, or his Stan fans? Twitter, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I like Daniel. I think he's he's funny and charming, but sometimes his jokes are like, man, you're just the, you're just the funny Horsey friend. McHorse. Horsey, Horsey McHorse. Horsey McHorse is a great joke. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> it's a great joke for like five years ago. <laughs> Daniel Ricardo. As, as, as the kind of humor that makes me think he, in 2009, had, like, 
a bacon shirt or something like some sh- <laughs> a shirt that's had like a joke about bacon on it. Ec- epic bacon win. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a shirt that said "Epic Bacon Win." Uh, and then we go to the the true funny person in Formula One, Gunther Steiner, and he asks for an espresso. Uh, and then is this also when someone there's like a cut of a clip to him where someone's like uh all these women want to have sex with him and he's like yeah i wish yes (laughs) like we just saw your family so good (laughs) yes like three episodes ago (laughs) (laughs) look i don't know i don't want to speak on on what Gunther's relationship with his wife is like. We don't know what kind of... We don't know. We don't know. They are... They could be an We kind of know. He's a European, you know? They like water sports. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, yeah, a couple of guys are like, you're so famous, Gunther. All these women want to have sex with you. And he's like, I wish. (laughs) And Lewis, kind of an Lewis, old guy response. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Lewis shows up in a in his big purple outfit. God bless him. Like a giant. It's a giant He's purple grimace. outfit. It's He's so grimace. Good. He's celebrating Grimace's birthday early. And he's like, I'll fucking leave the grid for Top Gun. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I, I didn't understand what that exchange was about was he offered a role I mean, in top gun and he turned it down because it sounded like someone was talking to him about tom cruise and he's like if he offers again i'm doing it and I was like, yeah well, i again? mean i have to he's friends with him i have to assume yeah he was i don't i mean i doubt it was like flying the plane main character's role but mm-hmm, i bet mm-hmm. he was offered some sort of at least cameo man i hope he shows up in Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, what was my first or part thought? Two. Or Part 2. We don't know. It's two parts? It's two parts. Yeah, That's it's two sick. parts. I already have my ticket. I can't I wait. Can't, I can't book my ticket until I see Indiana Jones this week. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even have a ticket for that one. <laughs> the last Indiana Jones was so bad. And yeah. That was just, that was just older. He is older. He's like but 15 I, years older. The and last, that, last time Jones, I was like, he's so old. <laughs> the last Indiana Jones was bad, but I did go to the British Museum and I saw the crystal skull and I was like, <laughs> aliens are coming. <laughs> they should have uh, called it the crystal doll. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Fernando shows up. He says uh, he will miss Alpine. He's like doing uh, doing one of those like. Mm-hmm. Doing this thing that the drivers do every race where they do like a little bit of stand up like the day before the race. <laughs> yeah, they have to do like a they gotta go up and like event, do crowd work. But like with each other. It's kind of like yeah. the headgum happy hour if you think about it. <laughs> We're Which... all contractually obligated to be there. <laughs> uh NYC July seventeenth. NYC July seventeenth. Caveat. Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon will not be there, but it will not be confirmed. a similar vibe. It's not, not confirmed. confirmed that they it's won't be there. That's true. 
Uh, so they're doing this like uh, the, the where they talk to the fans, uh, do a Q and A. Uh, Fernando at this time is on Alpine with Esteban Ocon. Uh, someone asks if Fernando will miss the team, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll miss it." And Ocon's like, "He's lying. This guy's lying. <laughs> he can't wait to leave the team." And then Fernando smiles, and he's like, "He's like, well, hopefully next year I'll be in a more competitive car." Uh, which is very funny because he is. Yeah, it's true. Very much so. No one's laughing harder than <laughs> Fernando Alonso. That's true. He's, I think, having the most fun mm-hmm. out of anyone this year. Yeah. Um. Then we're then we're talking to Lando. He's in the paddock asking about breakfast. Uh, I loved this so much. He was yeah, like, is... "I don't like chocolate." <laughs> yeah, he wants a croissant. <laughs> But he, but he doesn't. He says I, he hates chocolate. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm not a person that hates chocolate, but I get, I get it. I, don't. I get it. And the a guy's chocolate like, croissant is like. Not I love a it. chocolate. Cr- I love a yes, chocolate exactly. Croissant. That's I such a delight. I think chocolate croissants are kind of like a. They fall outside the like, do you or don't you like chocolate kind of divide. <laughs> I'll give you I, that. I'll give you I that. Right? Tell if it was a. I really don't like the taste of chocolate or a I'm trying to watch my twig like figure. I think it was I don't like the taste of chocolate. Mm -hmm. I think it's one and the same with him. He's only (laughs) ever done exactly this. So the things he doesn't like, he doesn't like because they're bad for him. Yeah. Have you? Mm -hmm. Well, no. Have you seen the videos of turn it down? A chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. I have to assume. Uh, have you seen the videos of Lando like trying food? They're so funny. He's like no. the most picky eater ever. Yeah, he's just he a doesn't child. like so much. Yeah, he's, he's a, a child. Baby. He doesn't like so many things because his whole life he's been an athlete, so he's only ever eaten like one thing. He has like no taste and no palate or anything. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> same thing with Incredible. the drinking stuff. It's well, like he doesn't British. he doesn't like drink anything. Yeah, because he's. I mean, he's, but he's I still think he's, like a actually twelve-year-old. Yeah, yeah. He's, like he's, he's like twenty-four. Yeah, like like all these guys, maybe, or maybe he's a little younger. And it's hard to keep track of when they age. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard to keep track of when they age. <laughs> he's twenty-three. Um, twenty-three. Okay. Anyway, he's yeah. He's like the most picky eater. He loves milk for some reason, which is psychotic. Um, he is. He is. He is a. Oh, baby boy. Yeah, but I, I really did like this exchange where he was just like, I'm hungry. <laughs> and then like, we have chocolate. He was like, do you have a pastry? It was like, we only have chocolate croissants. And they were like, we can take the chocolate out for you if you want. And he's like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can you cut off the corners of the toast? <laughs> I, don't like the, I don't like the burnt edge. <laughs> I loved it. And then he goes and then he's in his little interview and he takes off his shirt and the the producer's like, give the people what they want, Lando. And he's like, nipple. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then the episode starts. Yeah, it really does. This was all a cold open, like five different scenes of just the the boys just the boys goofing off goofing off nearly everyone of note was in this opening i think maybe except for max max is essentially max wasn't there christian wasn't there yeah max christian's is nowhere. not christian's like only in he, the end of this episode he's in one shot yeah 
The only time Max Which, granted, really shows it's up. It's a good shot. Yeah, it yes, is a good it's shot. Really good. Um, the only time Max really shows up in this episode is, you know, pretty early on, where and like Daniel's like taking his taking his uh, JPEGs uh, yeah. on his camera of all the boys, all the boys, and then they they talk about going to dinner after that. The, the the driver's dinner, yeah. Which, if listeners of the show to see remember, anything about that, <laughs> we were dragged we were like, for we were dragged for it. Um, but there was like not covered at all in this season of Drive to Survive was Max not giving up his spot to Checo and like <laughs> saying like I gave you my reasons, yeah. And 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 made everybody go like, what a spoiled brat this guy is. And then, you know, they go to the driver's dinner and he's like kind of separate from everybody else. And then everyone yelled at us for <laughs> having fun talking about it. <laughs> um, Truly the third rail of all F1 commentary <laughs> is talking about the driver's dinner. <laughs> uh and it's like it's not even mentioned it's not mentioned and also like a juicy bit of drama that they were like don't put it in drive to survive it's also crazy to me because the driver's dinner was a celebration of sebastian vettel and there's not nearly as big of a send-off of like world champion sebastian vettel leaving the sport versus daniel ricardo not driving, oh but God, still being around. <laughs> it made Daniel me got so mad. He got a fucking montage. montage. <laughs> Insane montage. And so, uh, Seb gets like, just him going like, that's it for me. Yeah. I It pissed yeah. me off. <laughs> I, guess he, I guess Seb isn't a standout drive to survive character. Right. I mean, and that's that was like daniel's whole thing where he was like what's the show without me yeah and he's like not that incorrect but like chill out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he's like the most open and the most fodder for making an arc so of course he's like essentially the main character of the show yeah. but yeah obviously i mean seb got like kind of half an episode but now i think about it like so did daniel so it's like yeah yeah from here, uh, we move on to, like uh, I have here, Carlos jumping rope. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember that. You guys remember this? It's just like no. the shot of Carlos jumping rope in the paddock in his That's cool. fire suit. It was pretty good. Yeah. Obviously, I had to take a note of that. Uh, they're interviewing Charles now, and they say, "How's the how, how's the year been?" What you can't ask him that question. A gigantic cartoonish. He looks gulp. like he's gonna cry. <laughs> he really does take the most audible gulp, gulp I've ever seen on TV <laughs> outside of freaking. It was probably tunes. sweetened in post, <laughs> but you see the gulp happen in his throat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then they show a montage of Ferrari just like having a terrible Fucking time up over and over again. And then they seem to ask everybody, um, "Do you think Ferrari is like partially, you know, to blame for its problems this year?" And like literally, every person's like, "Yes, yes, yes." Why are you asking this question? It's like such an odd, everyone, yes. 
Yeah, Toto says clearly management has caused Ferrari wins this season, but he doesn't want to point fingers. Uh, yeah, I thought his response was good. He's like, but like being in this position, I know how hard it is. Yeah. Very like media trained response. Yeah. And then and we're we're seeing them uh we're seeing some interviews with, with Mattia uh about Ferrari and his position in Ferrari. And that there are rumors that he will, he's being, you know, this is his last season. And he keeps firmly saying, these are, these are strictly rumors. This team is very special. Why would I leave it? Uh, Which is funny to me because I, I thought when he left, like, it seemed kind of mutual. He seemed kind of like not invested in this, given how the season went and how like, kind of i don't know he's like a he's kind of a quiet he's not a very he looks like an eccentric italian man <laughs> but he's actually yes. like a quiet reserved italian man yeah um, yeah i think he's kind of like the company man i mean he came up through ferrari mm-hmm. and i think when they were like we're parting ways i don't you know he didn't throw them under the bus because i think he still really likes it yeah, yeah. and the it, it kind of it kind of was like, uh, oh, damn, sorry, sorry, man, watching this episode because there's like parts in this episode where he's like, like, it sounds like a guy arguing for why he should keep his job. <laughs> he's like, P2 is great. Are you kidding? P2, yeah, it's well, P2. And I mean, it is for Ferrari. Like, they weren't P2 the year before. Yeah. So, like... He's right, <laughs> but it is it is really funny. Like, it's funny that in this context, like overall, the team improved, and still he's been pushed out, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think time has shown that it really wasn't him that yeah. was the problem. Yeah. Well, even like when discussions about this were happening, people were like. It's his responsibility to, like, restructure the team in a way that works. And that's why people were mad at him. But it feels like they probably still haven't done that. Like, it seems like they need other, like, strategists and other types of people like that. And I don't know if they've done an overhaul. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They just seemingly replaced Fred, and then who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, also, I guess this season they're not doing quite as many strategy mistakes. They're like a little less obvious, but right. it still happens. But still, yeah. yeah I think, yeah. I think, uh, I think, uh, strategy-wise, uh, things worked out for Ferrari last race. Uh, yeah, but it was also like five. because the drivers were like, "No, let me stay out." Yeah, because <laughs> they like didn't listen. Yeah, <laughs> just become a theme. Which and like all the commentators are like, "This is a bad sign," but it's also just like I don't know. It's it's more of a bad sign for the team than the drivers drivers know what they're doing which is good the team yeah, doesn't I, I, uh, the team is only looking at the telemetry right they're looking at the data 
but they're not they're not inches above or I guess next to the wheels that are on the ground while they're strapped to the engine of yeah. the car. And if they're like, there's still life in these tires, I'd trust that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I also forgot about Carlos's fire. And they show that clip. Yeah. Yeah. Carlos's car caught on fire. So sad. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, for Ferrari had a tough time. They were they thought they were going to be competing for a championship. And now they are competing to hold on to P2 in the Constructors Championship. And uh, then we see Toto. He's talking about Ferrari's uh, bad management. And he says Mercedes' big priority is to beat Ferrari and take P2. Um, and they show the previous race in Brazil, Mercedes goes first and second. George Russell wins the race. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. And they also treat it in this episode like, they're back. Mercedes figured it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right at the end. And they uh, could yeah, pull yeah, it off. What place are they in now? Second? Third? I don't know if they they're second be, or third. They might be second. They might be second. I'll, I'll look. What are the Formula One standings? I'm asking Siri. Oh, it just gave me drivers. Uh, constructor standings, Mercedes is second. It's Red Bull, Mercedes, oh Aston Martin, Ferrari, oh Alpine, and McLaren. Alfa Romeo, Haas, Williams, Alphatari. That's interesting because Lewis, Lewis is in fourth. Where is... George is sixth. George is sixth. Fernando right is third. behind Carlos. And yet, Mercedes is in second. Makes you think that maybe Lance Stroll sucks. <laughs> Lance is eight. God, I think he's gonna lose. I think his I think his dad is gonna fire him. That's what I think. That's a fair. That's There's a fair thought. A, Get Danny in there. Uh, Fernando has so many more points than 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 Lance, and they're in the same car. And if yeah. I was if I was Daddy Stroll, I would be like Lance, you gotta you gotta do better, my boy. Yeah, it's also it is really funny to think about that, and then in comparison to like all of the recent news about Nick DeVries, where Helmet Marco's like out to fucking get his ass, <laughs> uh, but like <laughs> Alphatari has two points. Which came from Yuki. Like, the difference is two points between drivers <laughs> versus, uh, what is, I Fernando's like 117 to Lance Stroll's 37. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Helmet Marco. Uh. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so tired of him. Hope he dies soon. <laughs> This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. 
Eating better is easy with Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portobellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast... Vroom, vroom, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Back to this episode of Drive to Survive. It's race day. Uh, and, and we see Otmar and Zach. And they both want fourth place. Yeah. These guys are so funny to me. Yeah, they really are. Didn't They're like the same shape. <laughs> yeah. I love Otmar though. And I, I hate do. Zach. I do I do like yeah. Otmar a lot. Um is this when we see everyone being friends? That was nice. I like that. Yeah, this is when we or see last, Dan- yeah. Danny taking everyone's pictures taking pictures uh, max is threatening to put carlos on the wall uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like again, that friend right who's after, like yeah. just right his idea of funny is violence just being like <laughs> hanging out chilling and then somebody comes in with like the most aggressive thing you've ever heard in your life and you're like, all right <laughs> <laughs> like okay i guess um, uh, but when 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 uh, when Danny's taking their photos, it's really cute because they're all like asking, like, "Is this gonna is this gonna make the cut? Like, is it yeah. gonna post it on Instagram?" Boyfriends uh, of Instagram. It's really cute. Uh, um, also, they take their little um, like te- like group photo, and Lando yeah. fixes the sign. Lando fixes the sign. Um, Not well enough, but he, no. he did. He, he fixed it. More, but it also looked like I, I couldn't. I didn't clock who which drivers were looking at him after he did it. 
but people people were giving him a look like why did you why did you do that and it's i'm looking at it and it's like yeah the sign was off and he yeah. did kind of fix it but then uh, other drivers were looking at him like what are you doing so we didn't continue to fix it yeah and it still was like a little bit off he tried his best yeah and and knowing that he that this is right after he asked for a croissant where they removed the chocolate for him oh god <laughs> i love it uh so now they're uh they're kind of Given us what the stakes are for this race. Uh, Mercedes needs to finish both cars ahead of the Ferraris to take second place in the Constructors' Championship. Matias says P2 is important to Ferrari in third place. Wouldn't be fair. I mean, if you look, what's fair is the points, right? That's the whole point of, of the points is that you have more but we points. deserve p2 <laughs> yeah okay we didn't do as well but we tried so hard it guys be fair. there was also really weird interaction that i didn't fully understand between otmar and i th- i think it was christian where he otmar was like if you win we win and yeah i didn't i didn't get that either I was like, because obviously part of the drama is Alpine is fighting Merce- or McLaren in this episode. But I was, I like, could not figure out the math there of <laughs> like what he meant. Because the yeah. teams are the Alpine have like a Honda power unit or something? Or do they have like I similar equipment? I assume they have a, a Renault. Yeah. That's the, but that was the only thing that made me think, yeah. like, what does he mean by if they win, they win? I was assuming it was, like, if you stay, if you are the top two in the points, then it's impossible for McLaren to beat us or something. But then, like, that mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess, like, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, he was talking about the constructors or something. But yeah. Red Bull had already clinched that. So, yeah weeks ago yeah i don't know what that meant actually that's a good point maybe christian didn't know either he's like a weird guy (laughs) yeah maybe christian didn't know and he's just like oh yeah 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 if i win you win that's right (laughs) and then he turns around like what the fuck was otmar talking about (laughs) but it was all just a mind game of otmar's to get in christian's head true um now we get a montage of the guys like get ready. The race is going to start. Toto puts on his headset and ruins his hair, which which was like upsetting to me. Yeah. Like he slides the headset over and it pushes his hair back mm. like and flops over the top. I was like, Come, look, I professionally wear headphones also. Yeah, you don't you don't put them on that way. It's crazy. And then Mattia puts on his headset and he fixes his hair. He pulls it up, pulls it straight <laughs> up. <laughs> I think it depends on the hair, right? Like when my hair is long, hair. you can use it as kind of like a like a, a headband, hair, a headband. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Just the way Toto did it really didn't <laughs> sit well for me. <laughs> Uh, the race starts, they're driving around, Lewis goes airborne. Yeah, yeah, I was like sick. It was pretty sick. Uh, there's 
that radio message from Carlos where he's just like, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah. My next note here, uh, I say, uh, I kind of spaced out. Uh, it's just race footage for a while. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's just like, all right, highlights from the race. Yeah, my um, next note is about Daniel's montage. Nothing exciting that's, happened. That's the in this. end of the episode. I know. <laughs> well, I liked um, when Lewis is trying to change gears and you heard like the gears grinding. I was like, that's pretty cool, actually. I didn't kind of. I remember that he went airborne and fucked up his car. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize yeah. it was the gearbox, and I don't know if those are added in post or whatever, but uh, that was kind of an interesting mechanical problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I he did say it was it was. Uh, the shifter wasn't working, so and you would hear you you'd be able to hear that for sure. Um, um, I did like seeing the footage again of um, them being like Charles, you're cleared to do uh, donuts, and then he does yeah. and he's like, "Where's P two? I can't yeah. find it." Oh fuck! Oh, it's P two. Oh, oh I there found it is. It. <laughs> <laughs> and then he winks. I wish they would have for that where it's like uh, you have permission to do donuts and they're like, all right, and they're doing it. And then they cut to uh, Mick doing it and then he gets yelled at. I wish that was in the episode. Oh, that's right. That would have been cute. Yeah, I again, forgot about that. Again. Oh, <laughs> my God. That was so bad. <laughs> He's oh. just doing it. And then they're like, Mick, you have to stop. <laughs> let him have this <laughs> oh man that's, that's like one of the cringiest so things to, to happen about. over the radio ever <laughs> how many how many seasons did he drive two uh one and a half no it might it's two or yeah, three but didn't he, rep- he replace mazapan no he didn't halfway he through re- the season no he no, that was Kevin Magnuson, and it was oh, at the right. beginning of the season. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but what was the highest Mick made it in the championship? Uh, he, I don't know if he ever scored points. Let me see. He, right. but that no, he did. Helps Sorry. my point. All right, how many points did he score in his career? He scored twelve. Okay, over three seasons. Uh, yes, it's, un- I don't know, 2020 is weird, obviously, so maybe he just technically drove two seasons. So this guy who drove two seasons is doing donuts at the end <laughs> of of the season with the, 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 the champions, <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets yelled at, like, you gotta stop. It's very funny. <laughs> this is really last funny. Race. This guy who's like, well, I'm losing my job. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do some Fuck donuts. It. And they're yeah. like, no, man, we want you to get out of the car. <laughs> Please don't destroy the million dollar car <laughs> on your way out the door. You're most known for destroying cars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back to this. What uh, What's happening here? They're driving around. Fernando has to retire his car. Womp womp. Very sad. Omar is not happy about this. No. Not looking good. Um, And then Ocon has to chase down Daniel Ricardo in the uh, Daniel's in the McLaren. Ocon's in the Alpine. This is the big 
battle that we've been sold this season of Drive to Survive. <laughs> and Ocon passes, passes Daniel. No problem. Like, yeah. yeah, it's the <laughs> easiest so thing easy. in the world. Like he's not even there. Yeah. Uh, then they cut to Hamilton chasing Leclerc. Radio tells Leclerc Hamilton is behind him. And Leclerc says, stop talking to me. I know what to do. <laughs> um, and what he and what he had to had to do was nothing because Lewis is Lewis had to retire. <laughs> his card. Yeah, his card. <laughs> I know what to do. It's wait. Let him pass, I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so Lewis has to retire the car. Ferrari starts cheering because that means that they they got P2. Uh, for the constructors, uh, Mattia tells Charles, well done, and they will have a strong start next season, LOL, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Lando gets fastest lap, and he goes, yeah, boy. Oh, technically, his, his uh, um, engineer said that, but... Oh, his engineer uh, said that. Yeah, well, I, I saw, that was Lando. I did, too, and I saw, but I like saw on the the captions that was his engineer but it's very lando coded either way so all lando said was (laughs) what (laughs) so they go you got fastest lap and he just goes what (laughs) and then the engineer goes yeah boy yeah (laughs) so that's way goofier Alpine takes fourth. They get permission to do burnouts. Charles can't find where to park. Mattia talks up how great it was for Ferrari this year. He's, he's, he's just like, please, look, let me keep job. my job. Um, Toto is not happy about Mercedes getting P3 in the Constructors. And he says he wants to keep the car in the lobby so they have to see it every day as a reminder. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I wonder, very... if, I wonder if that's true. It's gotta be. They got those cars all over their campuses. Yeah, but I think he fucking hated that car. Yeah, he for sure did. It's, it's I mean, the, they kept the, the design for like their another downfall. six months. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like it took them forever to change that car. Yeah, yeah. Toto was so convinced that it was the proper design. Jesus, is Toto good at his job? It doesn't yeah. matter because he owns like the yeah, company, he, basically. Yeah. Like, does he? Does he? Does he actually own it, or does he like own it the way yeah. like, that like Stroll owns Aston Martin, where he still has a board to answer to? You know. Oh, I don't really know what the corporate structure is, but I know like Toto's like basically owns. Yeah, I mean that he's organization. Like Larry Stroll is sitting in their garage with headsets on every race. He's like not the team principal, right? He's just like the owner, but Toto is like both. Toto's also like the agent of half well, of like the Zach drivers. Brown is is like the owner and and. Well, Principal. Zach Brown's like the CEO. I don't think he's like the owner. I think he's yeah. like a, he's basically hired. Yeah. So he's 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 a CEO of McLaren. McLaren, yes. McLaren Racing. McLaren yeah. Racing, which is yeah. why he's also at the IndyCar. 
Right. Yeah. And I and think McLaren racing is was... actually a subsidy of sub, not subsidy, a, um, what's it called when you're subsidiary? Part of, subsidiary of McLaren itself. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and I don't think, but I don't think like Mercedes Benz racing is like part of Mercedes. I could be wrong about that. Interesting. Uh, maybe the engine part is, but. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, McLaren's team principal is Andrea Stella. Wow. This is like the first time I'm hearing this name. He just, he was just hired this year. I think previously it was Andreas Seidel. They never show the McLaren pit wall unless Zach is Zach, there. Yeah, that's true. Um. um yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Andreas Seidel. And now he is the CEO of Sauber Motorsport. Who? Andreas Seidel. Oh, now he is? <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought he was the team principal. No, there's two. Okay, there's so there's Andreas Seidel. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And then there's Andrea something else that starts with an S. Andreas was the former team principal of McLaren, and he left to be the CEO of Sauber, and, now, okay. and then got replaced by Andrea, no S, but gotcha. S last name. At McLaren. Copy that. At McLaren. Is this Andrea's a woman? No. Okay. I was going to say, you would think that they would show... That yeah. the lone team principal left, if that was the case, but I guess not. Yeah. Nope. Andrea Stella is his name. Hmm. I feel like he's popped up every once in a while, but not not he's not an Otmar, he's not a Gunther, he's not a yeah. Toto, he's not a Christian. Yeah. He doesn't light up the screen like an Otmar. <laughs> yeah. And Dare he doesn't I fill the screen like a Zach. He's not even a Jost. <laughs> a Colin Jost. Yeah. It's more of a joke. Anyway. Anyway, Otmar's thrilled that they got fourth. Like he's ecstatic about it. Yeah. Uh Zach is joking about Aston going to six in the championship. I didn't understand this him joking. Like I didn't understand what he was talking about. Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, then let's move on. Um, Zach's, uh, then they, yeah, then they cut to Zach's uh, interview and he's like, Otmar may get the last laugh this time around. Like a fucking <laughs> yeah. cartoon villain. Ass villain. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Like he's in the fucking Speed Racer cartoon. <laughs> uh, Daniel says the show won't be the same without him. I think he's right. We get a he's little Daniel montage. He's yeah. He's, uh, and here's he's my still gonna be in it. problem. We're going to see a whole episode about the Will Arnett yeah, commentary obviously. thing. Oh, God. Uh, here's my problem. Daniel Ricardo gets a montage. You know who's not featured? Dare I say at all in the season? Nicholas Latifi. Yes, true. <laughs> Mick yeah. Schumacher has his episode. He does not get a montage. Seb has his like, I'm retiring 
portion of an episode, he does not get a montage. They don't even talk about the fact that all the drivers went to get to dinner to celebrate him. The only goddamn person that gets a montage is fucking Daniel Ricardo, and it's mostly dick jokes. <laughs> it's actually it really mostly is. ball jokes. That's true. It's uh, like two minutes of him just saying testicles and balls. <laughs> no, <laughs> Over the course of no, the last five like, years. No real drive. The only driving footage is like, or it, it does cut to like Zach Brown being like, I won my first yep. F1 race with Daniel Ricardo. And like for that, I'm super grateful. True. And he's like, for all the people that said I left, I never left. And that's like the only racing portion of the montage. The rest is just him like juggling fruit and then talking yeah. about balls. <laughs> I didn't know he could juggle. That was uh, that was cool to see. I guess Another I feel like if they're doing all those fucking so like catch, if they're doing all those like catch what? the ball, Every, you guys can juggle. I could do I it for juggle. like a second. Yeah, yeah. But, but if they're doing all those like catch right the ball now. games, he better be able to I don't juggle. Have my juggling balls on. Me. Okay, you don't have your juggling balls. This all show right. has no historical footage. Is the other thing. It's like very much supposed to be this like. Uh, Yes, you know, it's all self-contained. It's all self-contained. And I, like I said earlier, it's like Danny's kind of the only full arc. So it makes sense to me that he got a montage because he is kind of inseparable from the show in a lot of ways. I mean, Seb obviously has the far more story career, but like they're not going to not start suddenly showing footage from when he was like at Red Bull and stuff yeah. like way before the show. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I think... That's uh, why. So, yeah. So we get the, the Daniel montage. As Marika said, we don't get any Nicholas Latifi, even though Formula One fans still talk about Nicholas Latifi <laughs> all the time. As, That's you know, true. It's, it, he's, it's, 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 it's a funny. It's funny. Um, <laughs> and I think the producers of Drive to Survive are like this. Well, Formula One is different from Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive is a TV show starring guys who just work. Their job is driving Formula One cars. And mm -hmm. we've yeah. picked who our characters are. And it's not Sebastian Vettel. And it's not Nicholas Latifi. It's Daniel Ricciardo. Um, so I think they're not really thinking about... I, I think Drive to Survive would be a very different show if they were like, everyone. everyone's like, Goat Tifi. We should put more <laughs> more of this guy in the show. Like they got, they're, they're, it's a different thing. It's a different. Then Formula different One show. fans would like it. Yeah, then Formula One fans would like it. Uh, that's what, something I see a lot online these days. Is true Formula One fans hate fans who got into Formula One through Drive to Survive, and it's like chill the fuck out. Yeah, like relax. I got into Formula One by uh, in my 20s, waking up at six in the morning to watch a race in Azerbaijan. No, I fucking didn't. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. I like actively sought out a very difficult to consume sport for no reason <laughs> that no one else cared about in my country. You're angry that I like got into it because it was basically primetime TV instead. Tell them, Pyle. <laughs> I do feel like most of the people complaining about that are like not from America. Yeah. And they're just mad yeah, at yeah. Americans. Yeah. 
which, which I agree with. You know, that's fine. honestly, that's, that's fair. Have you, <laughs> yeah. like, do you see how they treat the American races? It's, it's a fucking. Yeah, it's really stupid. <laughs> Speaking of, I guess we could kind of get to this. Like, the last bit of the show is just a promo it's, for a race yeah. that has never happened. Yeah. I was that, like, yeah. is Netflix sponsoring <laughs> yeah. the Vegas Grand Prix? Because this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, there's like... It's, so strange. It says it says next season. So, that yeah, that's the end of the episode. And it goes, instead of coming up, it's next season. And we see several minutes of, like, the Vegas announcement. So dumb. When, when they were driving down the strip. I mean, it makes some sense because, like, they did this announcement last year. They had all this footage of it. So, like, you know, yeah. in some sense, it's, like, the only footage of the next season. I mean, it's in the future, right? So Sure. But it is, I think, the worst of yeah of F1 in a lot of ways. Like, what we were just describing, like, what people dislike about the show is kind of – and the sport, the way it's going in the U.S., is precisely that. Yeah. yeah. This, like, over-the-top promotion of, like – this racetrack because it's just an event it's not about the sport the the thing about about the vegas grand prix is it's happening at 10 p.m local time yeah (laughs) so which means 1 a.m for the east coast of the united states that's really dumb so it's not even gonna be like the super bowl yeah it's 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 so bizarre to me, the Vegas, how they're what doing the time Vegas time is that in, I mean, that's also like so early for like England. It just doesn't make any sense. It yeah, that's a really sense. strange and decision. They, it, they don't even need to do it that like that late at that's night. 5 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. Like November, <laughs> November in, in Vegas is... It's not hot like it is in July. Yeah. Right. It's also right. like it doesn't get dark at 10 p.m. Yeah. It gets dark the race could have been earlier. <laughs> yeah. I know. And it's under the lights anyway. Daylight in savings Vegas, time, it's totally lit up. Yeah. Very strange. Anything. So they're treating it like it's going to be the biggest fucking show on earth. And in the country that it's happening in, half of the country won't be awake to watch it. Yeah. And the other half will be like, 10 p.m., that's already too late for me. Yeah. <laughs> it starts at 10? No. That's this super is, strange. This is the first race I've ever watched? No. Mm. It's, it's going to... I think it's going to flop. Uh, I mean, I don't think it'll flop for me. I think I'm going to eat that shit up with a giant spoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for what they think it's going to be, I, I think they're missing the mark. Hmm. Um, and then they introduce all the new drivers. Yeah, and they're like, big shakeups are coming. Yeah. You see Mattia just kind of get up out of his chair and go like, <laughs> it was They really great. don't Bye. even like... <laughs> and he's gone. They don't like, don't say anything about the fact that he got fired. No, no. So like, I'm assuming next season they're going to have to like shoehorn that into an episode like, surprise, he's gone. Yeah. Which is kind of silly. Um, they bring in nico hulkenberg and he's like yep. they're like why do you think gunther brought you back and he's like probably for my looks mm-hmm. they bring back kevin magnuson and he's like where you where do you what'd you say to nico about returning the team and you're like suck my balls mate <laughs> it's <laughs> very blah, funny blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. Haas banter classic them 
all the newbies, Nick DeVries is full God-given name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, they ask Max if he'll get bored of winning, and like, he says no. <laughs> they ask Christian if he misses his rivalry with Toto, and he says no. He says straight face. Yeah. As serious as can be, no. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, and that's the end of Drive to Survive Season 5. We did it. And here in the pit wall, when we uh, when we watch something, we rate it. If if we like it, it's a push push. If we don't like it, it's a box box. We said it at the top of the episode. I don't think we've changed our minds. <laughs> this is a box box episode. Box box for me. Boring. Have a good summer. Stupid guys. Ags. kits. <sighs> What's next? Yeah, what are we gonna do now <laughs> that this is over? Watch what movies? We gotta do? watch movies. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll say, I'll say right now, yes. uh, just for the fans to prepare themselves. Yeah. When the season takes a summer break, the pit wall is taking the summer break. This uh, is true. I think we have like what two more races, and then summer we'll the, be like off. three week break or whatever. Yeah. It's probably more than that, actually. I don't know. Uh, what, do we have? what do we have? We got the Red Bull Ring and yeah. Silverstone, and then, and then we'll be right. a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll put out a a poll, like an Instagram poll, about what movie we should watch first. Hmm, yeah, I've got a few ideas. I yeah, got really... a banner ad from, I think, Amazon telling on Instagram telling me to watch Rush. Hell yeah. Or Grand Prix or Talladega Nights. They have built out a little promotional element for racing. There's so many good movies we could be watching and talking about. Drive, that's kind of a racing movie. (laughs) All right, chill out. (laughs) I love Drive, but... (laughs) Yeah, I'm not saying it's a racing movie. It it is a racing movie. Look, they start a racing? racing team. With Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks is like, yeah. Oh, that's fun true. The they do yeah, have yeah, a yeah. race car. And, and Ryan right. Gosling but is you never driving see on the it. track. And, and oh, Brian do you Cranston, see the car? You, you see them. You see him driving the track. Uh, I, I rewatched Drive uh, huh. last week. So it's yeah, very fresh tracks. in my head. I remember but that the, he, Ryan Gosling's driving around the track. And then he goes up and meets Albert Brooks. And he's like, I'd shake your hand, but mine's dirty. And Albert Brooks is like, so is mine. <laughs> and they shake hands. <laughs> and then Brian Cranston is like, uh, Albert oh. Brooks is like, like oh, you told me these guys have a million drivers, and he's like, yeah, but not like this one. This is yeah, yeah, the yeah. driver. Yeah, it's I a it's a racing movie. All right, all right. Uh, it's not it's it's low on the tier of racing movies you know, in terms someone of someone says the racing. greatest racing movie of all time. Oh I think we should expand it to car chase movies too. Absolutely, we should. Um, then we well, you, you already watched Le Mans, which I think we should have watched as a group. I so. could watch it again. Thanks I have not lot. seen it. Me I'll neither. It. It's really good. That honestly might be the greatest racing movie ever made. <laughs> uh, and I give that to Ford versus Ferrari, but uh, which I think we should also watch. We should watch Rush. We wow. should watch Gran Turismo coming to theaters. Oh, we soon. should. We should one hundred. That's like the first one we, we should do. Probably we'll do that. Yeah. For sure. When's that come out? August? Yeah, I think so. Maybe July. Great. Gran Torino? 
<laughs> we'll watch Gran Turismo and Gran, Gran Torino. Compatible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a there's a lot of stuff out there we could watch. Death Race 2000. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you want to win, you got to be quick, and if you're gonna be quick, you got to be fast. It's too <laughs> for a quick cue. <laughs> Today's quick cue comes from Abby Baker. Let me zoom in. Abby writes, I love listening to you all uh, dissect races and drive to survive, despite the hate towards my boy, Oscar Piastri. Sorry, Abby. Hey, we're all just getting around. Uh, Here's a quick (laughs) cue. What driver do you think would be a good podcast host? Who would be the worst? Uh, and for Jake, once he's back from paternity leave, would you want your daughter to go into go-karting? We'll and I'll answer that for Jake him. When the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, the answer is 100% <laughs> yes on that. Um, the answer is yes. And um, we kind of alluded to who the worst podcast host is, and it's Daniel Ricardo. Which um, I think sucks because he's kind of the only one that's done it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he would be the worst. Yeah, I don't think he'd be the worst either. I mean, he's the give worst him, right now him, because he's him, a sample size of one. Yeah, give him give him ten episodes to to get into a groove. Ten to twenty episodes. You know I who think I, by episode I think 20, would unfortunately I'll, I'll, be a really good host. Well, here here my my top host is unfor- unfortunately for you going to be Lando. But I also think George Russell would for be a really good host. Unfortunately for Pyle? Yeah, whoever hates Lando in this group. I'm not a huge Lando fan. I don't think Lando would be good because I, I think George, I think, would be okay. I think Fernando would be really good because he's kind of world-traveled. And yeah, I think I Lando's world is so small, he would have nothing to talk about. Lando's whole I, thing is internet culture, though, yeah, he's, and he's yeah. a streamer, and I think he, I think he'd be able to hold his own. I think so too. I think I Alex Albon would be good, and I think basically the entire all the guys that a stream Lando Alex podcast, I think, would be really good. Yeah, I think all the guys that stream, which most frequently, which were Lando, Alex, George, and Charles, would be good podcast hosts. And they yeah. should start a podcast together. Charles Even can write Max, the theme music. Max streams, but I yeah. don't think he would be a good host. No, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, like, he's, what would Lewis's show be like? Three best sim racing driver in the world. <laughs> oh, really? He's ranked. Yeah, he's the third best. That's awesome. Who's the first best? I don't know. Lando. The guy from the Gran Turismo movie. <laughs> um, I mean, do you think Lewis's podcast would be like? dry and heady or would it oh be funny God. i have like no like idea obama's podcast yeah, no, I, think, I agree i think it would be really overproduced uh, great guests i bet i bet he could pull guests. some insane guests yeah. yeah he'd be fucking talking to oprah and it'd be so boring yeah it would be it would be a very like socially conscious podcast about yeah super important, important to listen topics to, but, not fun. but not fun or enjoyable overproduced he'd yeah probably step back into a producer position after the first season mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. that's why i think lewis's would be like uh valtteri batas would have a great <laughs> podcast about 
outdoor stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Also that. Coffee and outdoors stuff. Fishing and stuff like that. His Um, podcast would be recorded outdoors, and he would have a segment where he talks about coffee. That's good. I think Lance Stroll would be the worst podcast host. Hey, everybody. Welcome. He has some of the worst boy, the radio voice. Sure. <laughs> welcome to the Stroll Toll. <laughs> and today I'm giving my take. His on... guest is just his dad every week. <laughs> it's him begging oh, to keep his job. Uh... Uh, yeah, I think I think there's some good podcasts in the in the group of boys. Uh, I think we we I think we let's pitch it to them. Yeah, I'll end this podcast to give a podcast to Formula One drivers. <laughs> well, that depends, is how podcasting depends, works. Yeah, it depends on. There can only ever be a thousand shows at one time. That's true. Yeah, and on the smallest one gets executed. Yeah. Yeah. There can only be a thousand shows on HeadGum at one time. The smallest show gets executed. Please subscribe and rate. <laughs> Please subscribe and rate <laughs> the pit wall. So we don't die. Yeah. Also, uh, typically, there's not a thousand shows on HeadGum, obviously. <laughs> there's not a thousand shows on HeadGum yet. Perfect. We cure it. could be. <laughs> Someday. Um, also, can I just... Yes. I just want to... I just want to say that... Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney and Michael B. Jordan have bought steak in Alpine. That's crazy. Why Michael That's B. Jordan? So great. <laughs> yeah, I don't Michael know. I think this Ryan Reynolds, like every successive investment needs to bring on some other kind of surprise investor. And then yeah. that gets folded into the whole media blitz. Yeah. And it becomes charming in a new way. Here's here's what I'm wow, going to say. Like, Guys, this Ryan is Reynolds the closest is... we've ever been to Otmar Safnar. If you think about it, Vinny's worked for Maximum Effort. Mm. Maximum Effort now owns in a group a quarter of Alpine. We could okay. we could get we, we could might get have to our an guy. In. We have an in with our guy. Okay. Very Let's interesting. Think about I, it. I would love to have him on. <laughs> I like the insinuation that it's easier to get to Ryan Reynolds than it is to Otmar. (laughs) (laughs) That Ryan Reynolds is our super connector somehow. Really? He liked one of my tweets once. So anything's possible. (laughs) Who, Otmar? (laughs) No, Ryan Reynolds. And that's exactly my point. (laughs) Less exciting. Um, I I bet I could email Otmar. (laughs) <laughs> cold <And> email <laughs> otmar at alpine dot fr dot fr <laughs> hey do you want to be on my podcast and he's like absolutely I've worth been a try for someone to ask yeah uh folks that's the end of the episode rate us on spotify and apple podcast five stars follow us on Instagram at pitwallpod slide into our DMs send us a quick cue we'll answer it on the show uh, follow us on TikTok at pitwallpod uh, and uh, I think that's it that's all I have to say about plugs for that we will be back next week talking about the Austrian Grand Prix the Red Bull Ring 
one of my favorite tracks to drive in the in the game. <laughs> I was gonna say same, but obviously not. <laughs> uh, but I do really like this track, uh, and it is also featured in the Grand Turismo, Turismo movie. Yeah, sure is. Can't also, wait to see that Casey. Did you see that I sent that? Uh, it's not. It's in Forza Horizon. But did you see the Barbie cars available to drive? It's pretty cool. I feel like Corvette. I don't have Forza. I think yeah. that's. I think that's. Uh, I think Game that's for babies? an Xbox exclusive, and Xbox is for babies. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's fair. I have an Xbox. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> vroom, vroom to all and to all of Beep Beep. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum original.